0: Hello, welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come, Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is series two, episode 188 of this podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. And uh, as it is Monday, we are going to take a break from our Come, Follow Me schedule as we normally do to um, study something else like a conference talk or another gospel principle. And what I'm going to start doing on a Monday as well uh, is something new. I'm going to share a few messages that have come from listeners um, just because I, uh, um, I, my hope is that it will increase the engagements that we have from our listenership, uh, and it develops some discussion, uh, which I loved, which is the whole purpose of these podcasts. The first pod purpose I had when I first set it was to get me to study more, and you know, have somewhere to record my study insights and thoughts. But as more and more people have found these interesting and, and are joining in on a daily basis, um. I want it now to be a platform for saints to come and discuss whether it be any questions they have or just appreciation that they have for uh, what we've been discussing. So I'm going to share a few emails this week that I've received and I'm I'm getting to the stage now where I can share two or three emails or messages on Facebook each week and have plenty to share. So uh, please don't be disheartened if I don't share your message uh, because I really do appreciate them. I won't mention you by name uh, because I feel like obviously... If you send things, particularly by email, you know that is quite you know a, a private interaction rather than being on Facebook. Of course, if you're on Facebook, I'll, if you're willing, I'll share your name because your name's there when you post it anyway uh, to everyone else. But um, yeah, th- there's a few emails I'm going to share this week, so I won't mention these individuals by name, but I am going to share what they've said because um, there's a couple that have just shared their appreciation for their for the podcast, which I really which I really love. Uh, but then there's also one that's given a. Bit of addition a one that's given an additional insight into something we studied this week which I really appreciated so the first couple uh, one of them um, says this uh, I just wanted to let you know that I just discovered your podcast and I thoroughly enjoy it I just wish that each episode was a little longer thanks for your uplifting contributions to my days um, and I want to thank that person uh, and yeah I know I've had a couple of comments saying that, you know, this podcast is great, just, you know, these episodes are are just so short, I'd just love to have some more, and I will just point out that, you know, this isn't my day job, this is an amateur podcast, which was set up, um, you know, by me, uh, just in my study, uh, on my phone, Uh, and so, you know, um, I do have very demanding full-time job as a teacher I have my family which of course take my first priority and then there is you know the callings and responsibilities that I have in church and so um, this is kind of just an additional thing which I do to help me with my study and also I found a way to make it accessible to to more people as well. I do like the idea actually of the daily podcast kind of thing and that's what I've been going for and so in order to do it daily they do have to be kind of 10 they do usually stretch over 10 minutes, to be fair. But my aim was to have it 10 minutes or so, so that people could dip in and dip out. There are, of course, other podcasts which are much longer, like an hour, but they are weekly. I, I don't know if there's any podcasts that are daily that are, you know, such long ones. So uh, I do appreciate the uh, the, um, the the need or the, or the desire to have more, though. I, and I'm grateful to, to that person for their for their thoughts. Moving on to the next email, uh, this was an individual actually that um, indicated their interest in joining in a future podcast episode, which is wonderful. Uh, and so, hopefully, we can set that up in a few weeks and uh, and get going with that. But they did say, um, "I just want to tell you, I really enjoyed listening to your podcast. I just recently broke up with an amazing British gal, and your accent brings back a lot of fun memories." Um, yeah, that, I mean that um, that was uh, particularly funny. I've had a few comments, particularly in emails, about my uh, my accent. It's the it's the, uh, it's the accent that I have. It's uh, where I've grown up and I'll continue to have it. So uh, I'm glad that a few a number of our listeners enjoy that. So uh, thank you very much. The final one was a particularly interesting one. And it related to uh, something that we had discussed or I discussed in a previous study session. Uh, again, I won't share the name, but uh, I really appreciated it. They say, I really enjoy your podcast. Today I was listening to your thoughts on the swords stained with blood and using that as evidence they were possibly made of wood. Uh, I sharpen tools, including veterinary, veterinary and medical tools, and a few swords. Veterinarian tools are often set aside unclean for a time. Blood is very corrosive, and if allowed to dry on any steel, brass, or even stainless steel, it leaves a mark that is extremely dip- difficult to remove. While fresh blood wipes off steel, wiped off steel leaves no stain. It it remains on the surface for several hours and will stain any common metal. Blood staining on wood, however, can be removed with hydrogen peroxide. However, on steel, it is more difficult. Um, and this person goes on and says, I'm not saying that swords were wood or metal, um, but only that metal, um, the belief that metal stained on wood, uh, sorry, the, the belief that metal stained on, from blood is is incorrect. It is one of the most difficult stains to remove. Um, and I really do appreciate that because obviously, I was only really going off the the um, research that uh, was available in my study uh, of the scriptures. Uh, and so it is very interesting to get an insight from someone who is more familiar uh, with, those kind of, with that particular area. And if there is ever any time that I say something that's, that is incorrect, because obviously, you know, I do some amount of research for my study, but it certainly is not in depth and uh, of, you know, of uh, much detail. Um, then I'd really appreciate some insights and, and comments uh, on the on email by email, uh, because now when I go forward and have a think about that metaphor in future studies, um, you know, partic- maybe particularly with studying for a lesson or a talk or anything like that, then this will certainly be of very much use. Uh, particularly the insights that you know, when and this is obviously referring to the Anti Nephi Lehi is burying their swords; so they would not stain their swords with the, the, the blood of their brethren anymore. Um, That is a particular interest to me that the knowledge that blood stained on metals is one of the most difficult things to remove. And that is a wonderful metaphor for what the anti-Nephi-Lehi has stated. Uh, And so, yeah, thank you very much for that person because uh, it has added some more insight to my study for this week. Right, uh, that, that, those are the um, thoughts I'm going to share. I mean, there's loads more on Facebook. And if, and if, you know, I get some great ones on Facebook or by email during the week, I'll aim to share a few in next week's episode. Today's focus on the study for the last few minutes that we have, I want to just share something which uh, I was reminded of, not made aware of, but I was reminded of in Preach My Gospel. There is a wonderful chapter, uh, chapter six, all about developing Christ-like attributes. And what this section does is it goes through a list of, of these attributes and then at the end it invites you to develop these christ-like attributes Um, it says as uh, quote as you study and seek to develop the attributes described in this chapter and other attributes found in the scriptures the following pattern may be helpful identify the attributes you wish to develop write a definition and description of the attribute record questions to answer as you study list and study thoroughly passages Thoroughly passages of scripture that teach about the attribute, record your feelings and impressions, set goals and make plans to apply the attributes in your life. Pray for the Lord to help you develop the attitude. Evaluate your progress periodically in developing each attribute. Now, this is something which I think is a worthwhile activity for anyone listening to do. Um, is to look at the um, Christ-like attributes listed in the Preach My Gospel. I mean, there's obviously many other attributes that could be looked at. uh, And so I don't want to restrict you to it, you know, the the particular seven or eight that are in there. But um, I certainly would use those as a starting point, uh, because they do kind of help to focus your mind. There's scriptures there already for you to study. um, And, you know, it's a good thing to do. But Obviously, this whole life is about progressing. It's about becoming more like Christ. And so what better to, activity could we do than look at these Christ-like attributes and consider what is it that we need to uh, improve uh, in our life? Now, what I love about this chapter as well is that at the end of the chapter, it gives a 57-question-long kind of diagnostic quiz uh, about Christ-like attributes, and it lets you answer these questions and then work out which is sort of your weaker areas, and um, And then it obviously has the scriptures in that chapter that you can study and pray and develop and study, ask questions about and pray about uh, in your own time as well. Um, So I would strongly recommend you do this. Uh, Toward the end of the chapter, it says this, quote, um, if well, in regards to a a missionary name tag, obviously it has the name of Christ on it. It says, quote, look at the name of the image of the name tag. How does your name tag differ from that worn by an employee of of a company? Note that the two most prominent parts are your name and the Saviour's name. How can you ensure that you represent the Saviour as one of his disciples? Why is it important for people to associate your name with the Saviour's in a positive way? Close quote. And then later on it says, quote, You need to be a Christ-like missionary, not just do missionary things. Learning to be like Christ is a lifelong pursuit. You follow Christ's example, develop his attributes, one action and decision at a time. Changing to become Christ-like exercises, exercise, requires exercising faith, repenting, keeping covenants, receiving an, receiving an increased measure of the Holy Ghost and enduring to the end. Close quote. There is certainly some uh, insight and um, importance to these comments. And so I uh, encourage you to have a look at that chapter 6 in, Pre- in Preach My Gospel. If you don't have a Preach My Gospel, that's absolutely fine. You can go to the Gospel Library app. Look under Sharing the Gospel, and it is the very first um, manual that's in that section. It's chapter 6, Christlike Attributes, and all the attributes that are listed there have scriptures, and then there's that quiz that I mentioned at the end. Um, It's something which, you know, I think I'll sit down and do this week, because I've not done it for a long time. Uh, You know, life gets in the way, and so it's good to reflect and ponder on where I am, where I've come from, and where I am now, and what I need to develop. Anyway, that's it for today's study. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions uh, or comments or insights, love to hear them at lestudysession at gmail.com. And of course, you can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you very much for your listening and the time that you share. And until we meet again.